When we consider the true miracle of this passage, there are at least two different perspectives of the same miracle. On the one hand, the miracle on 34th verse is that a virgin got pregnant. That's pretty miraculous. And the thing that really makes me uh, smile is, in our, in our culture, there are so many Christmas miracle myths. So many of them. And they're fun to think about. This guy going down a chimney. It's fun. He's got reindeer that fly. But the true miracle is even greater than the ones we can make up in our mind. The virgin got pregnant. And then the second angle of that same miracle is even greater. She was bearing the God-man. As Pastor Ralph said, fully God, fully man. He was in her womb. This is not to say that, that Jesus came into existence as God at this point. No, no, no. Colossians 1 and elsewhere tells us that Jesus was his eternal past. He has no beginning because he is God. But he became a man at this moment in time. Maintaining his deity, embracing humanity, fully both in a great mystery. This is the miracle on the 34th verse. This is the miracle that we're called to savor in this Christmas season. So how do we savor this? How do we hold on to the truth when so many competing stories and legends and ideas are being thrown at us to busy us up and diminish the true story of Christmas? How do we maintain that? Well, I think the first thing we do is check where our relationship is with this Jesus. He is a baby in this story, but he doesn't remain such. 30 years later, He's baptized by John in the Jordan River and heads off into the wilderness where he's tempted by Satan and begins his ministry through a miracle at Cana in Galilee by turning water to wine. And that started out a life of ministry that ended on the cross bearing the sin of humanity and then raising from the dead, promising life for us. How do you savor the meaning of Christmas? Embrace this Jesus, as your deliverer. He is the Son of God. He is the Messiah, the Christ, the deliverer. Have you put your trust in Him? See, many people didn't understand Jesus when He came. Because as the Messiah, they expected something a little different. He was not the kind of king at this coming. He was not the kind of king who would sit on a throne, but the king who would carry a cross. He was not the one to wear a crown of gold, but the one who wore a crown of thorns. He is not the one who came to deliver people from unjust political structures. He came to be the one to deliver people from the tyranny of sin and the sting of death. He wasn't the one to establish a physical reign, but to come and establish a reign in the hearts of those who would trust in Him. So how do you savor this story? Have you trusted in Jesus Christ? Have you given your life to Him? If not, do so today. Or maybe you have and you floundered. Renew that commitment today. This is the miracle of Christmas. A second way to savor the true meaning of Christmas is to meditate upon the promise-keeping God here. It took God a thousand years to fulfill His promise to David. 
But God kept His promise. And the time only reflected God's patience and His timing. God sent His Son in this first advent, this first coming. But just as He promised and fulfilled that first coming, so has He promised and will fulfill a second coming. Jesus said that I will return. And He came once and did it. And I guarantee you, He's coming back. How do you savor the true miracle of Christmas? Well, remember, this is only... This is the first part of the grand story. But Jesus will return. And at that point, He will establish a kingdom on earth and deliver truly and ultimately His people. A third way to savor the miracle story is to imitate Mary's example. I can't talk enough about her humility here. Her recognition that life would be difficult. But how she can say my identity, I, I am the Lord's servant. It doesn't matter what my external circumstance will bring. Was she afraid? I bet she was. Did she know what would happen after she gave birth to this child? She probably didn't. She just knew that this child had a mission. But no promise is given to her for her safety. And boy, we could learn from Mary. That through our trials and through the tests, that God has a plan and place to work through us. And our job is to say, God, we embrace that. I am your servant, and I know that this is the best place to be. And that was Mary's mindset. So as we savor the true meaning of Christmas, we surrender our lives to Jesus. We prepare by remembering that he will come back a second time as he did the first. We imitate Mary's example And fourthly, we celebrate. We celebrate. We need to celebrate this. And I love how everything just stops for us in terms of what we do at church. We redecorate. We refocus. And unless you stop in your daily lives, you won't have time to savor the true meaning, the true miracle of Christmas. So stop and celebrate. Now, different ways we can celebrate. One I want to talk about is take some time in the month of December to read through these stories, the, the, the Advent stories. Luke chapters 1 through 3, Matthew chapters 1 and 2. Read them. Meditate upon them. Revisit them every day if you must in order to savor it. If you have children... If you don't do this yet, start it now. Start family devotions and let Advent be the the starting place for that. Tell your children about Jesus every night before bed. Do so. Men, lead your homes in doing this. Lead your homes in sitting down with the family and saying, I I may not know what I'm doing here, but I know where to go. And that's Luke chapter 1. Let's start here, family. Let's start here. Let's look what, what God did. We need to pause and celebrate this. Another real practical thing we, did, we could do, and it's, it's great because Pastor Ralph did that in our communion time, is sit down, read, study, and sing classic Christmas hymns. Not, not, not jingle bells. Not deck the halls. How about O Holy Night? The stars are brightly shining. It is the night of the dear Savior's birth. 
Long lay the world in sin and error pining until he appeared and the soul felt its worth. A thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices. For yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. Fall on your knees. Oh, hear the angel voices. Oh, night divine. Oh, night when Christ was born. Take the time and say, what is this talking about? Oh, come, all ye faithful. Come, all faithful ones. Joyful and triumphant. That's what we are to be. Why? Oh, come, ye. Oh, come to Bethlehem. Come and behold him. Him. Born the king of angels. Oh, come, let us adore him. Christ the Lord. Yes, Lord, we greet thee. Born this happy morning. Jesus, to thee be all glory given. Word of the Father, now in flesh appearing. Oh, come, let us adore him. That's a reference to John chapter 1, as Pastor Ralph mentioned. John 1, 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word there referring to Jesus. He was with God, He was God, and all things came through Him. In verse 14, the Word became flesh, the incarnation, the God-man. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. That's what these hymns are pointing us to. So you want to celebrate and savor the true meaning and miracle of Christmas, sit down with these hymns and study them, read them, sing them, savor them. You know, another way to savor the true meaning of Christmas is to establish some Christ-centered family traditions. If you don't have those yet, start them. Maybe it's an Advent reading before you open, uh, open uh, gifts. Maybe it's going out caroling, singing these songs. Start gospel-centered or Christ-centered family traditions. And also do gospel-centered acts of love. This is a great time to go out and serve people. But not just serving for serving's sake, but serving to get this message across. That the miracle of Christmas is that God became a man. The call here is to savor what's really happening in a Christmas story. And the best way to do so is to surrender our lives to Jesus. That's the starting point. It's to expect and, and wait for His return. It's to imitate Mary's example. And it's to truly celebrate what God is doing and has done in this Christmas story. So do, dear people of Good News Bible Church, The true miracle is not on 34th Street. The miracle is on the 34th verse where God sent forth His Son, fully God, fully man, to reign on the throne of David, to be our deliverer from the bondage of sin and to give us hope for eternity. Would you trust in Him today and celebrate the true miracle of Christmas? Let's pray. Father in heaven.